Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. And today, I hope you hear Selena and Connor's relationship story. Hey guys, welcome to uh, the I Hope They Hear This podcast. Um, for the people watching the video, you'll notice I'm wearing the same shirt because I'm recording two in one day. Efficiency. Yay! <laughs> and we have another couple here with us, uh, Connor and Selena. Hey guys. Hi. Hi, Connor. Connor is being weird, but uh, <laughs> thank you guys for coming. Uh, and you guys gave me permission to ask whatever want I wanted. Yeah, for right? sure. And we can talk about whatever I wanted as yeah, well. Yeah, this is your show. Whatever yeah. you need, bro. You guys are married, right? Yeah, coronavirus. Can we talk about that? No. <laughs> Backstory, me and Selena have been going back and forth about the coronavirus. I think it's a big deal, but she's saying that... It's no, that I didn't say it wasn't a big deal. No. I just said that... People are making it seem into this like in- huge epidemic. Mm. I sh- I should just listen to you because you're a nurse, but I don't know why. I don't buy it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you know what's interesting? Yes. When you just did the podcast with Jane and Junie, you mm. were like, you were saying how you want to go against what the mass media says, yeah, but yeah, yeah. what the mass media is saying is that like it's this huge epidemic, and we you, need to. You you know what's funny though. Because of that, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people saying it's not a big deal. That's the latest thing I've seen. People saying that it's not a big deal. So I'm like going back. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I can't, I'm just, I'm just weird like that. Okay. Yeah. So what's up, Connor? You have problems. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I feel like you're kind of... Do you even believe in it or are you just saying it because everyone's against it? No. So I think it's, it's a combination. I actually do believe the coronavirus is kind of scary. Yeah, it is scary. It's, it's an illness. No, no, no. It's, it's scary. But is it scary because no, of, but it's, it's of scarier the severity of it? Or is it scary because you just don't know about no, it? No, no, no. It's scarier for me because it's like hit close to home. My brother recently had his second child. Mm-hmm. And like three days before that, he came from Wuhan. Like, oh, he came where home from the, Wuhan. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like so, like majority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where, does he from, have it? He doesn't. Yeah. Are you sure? So it was like 40 days ago that he came back oh. and it, it hasn't, he has no symptoms. So, but because of that, like I like looked more into it, you know, just cause like when you know someone who might, might have, have been affected. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> that's not what, what we're here to talk about. Cause we have so many other fun things to talk about. Um, one being you guys are married. How, how's that been going? It hasn't been quite a year yet. Has it? No, April will be one year. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? It's good. It's good. Okay, so I'm gonna ask a controversial question. You're Chinese, or you're Chinese American, and Selena, you're Korean American, right? Uh huh. Are there any cultural things that you guys had to struggle through? Not necessarily, because Connor is like, he's his him and his whole family is pretty Americanized, besides his mm. grandparents, and then maybe some of his other relatives. But for the most part. His whole family's pretty Americanized. Mm. Um, the only cultural aspect that's difficult is the struggle of being Korean in the Western world. Like interesting. And like him having to deal with the controversies of a Korean culture. Huh. Elaborate. For example, like what kinds of things are um like, or what kinds of things that are important. For example, like, 
my mom wants us to come over for dinner all the time. Mm. And um, and I think a lot of it is because she misses me, like misses the idea of me not being married. Yeah. Um, or even like financially, I think my parents pay more a lot more attention to that and mm. um, what it how we should be giving them back money and things like that. Right, right. When that's like totally not the kind of perspective that Connor's parents take. Huh. Connor's parents are always like, don't worry about us. Like you guys need to just focus on you guys and um, things like that. Yeah. So is it a challenge for you, Connor? Being married to a Korean American and with no, all No, because the... she's not Korean. Well, she's Korean American. Yeah, but her... Right, so like, if you noticed when uh. she talked about the issues, she talked about it in the context of her parents. But if you just take her, she doesn't really follow any of like the Korean culture or uh. anything in a way that would um, affect our marriage. Like, she doesn't even really even speak Korean. I see. So I think the struggle is uh. is the fact that I want to still honor my parents, but then, so then I am okay with the like even if my values are not aligned with my parents i still try to like be honoring of how they think and how what they believe mm. and i think with connor he's like but that's not even right so who cares huh. but i'm like i care you know interesting yeah huh. so let me ask you this did you guys because I, I don't know about chinese americans but koreans because korea is such a homogenous culture and society there is a certain perspective that they take when a korean marries someone outside of the korean nationality did you guys have to deal with any of that like racism no i guess you can call it racism <laughs> yeah but it's like okay i have to give a disclaimer though because it's not racism in the way that we kind of view it in america have we ever talked about this not like within the podcast i don't, I don't think don't so remember i don't what think it? so okay because okay so yeah we had tons of problems everything from the starting of our, my relationship mm. with connor all the way to our wedding day was about how he was chinese and i was korean mm. and my parents hated that mostly my mom my mm. mom was like she just she always said like oh he's just your friend or like she was in extreme denial, denial of bro who like the fact that i was dating a chinese guy mm. so through our engagement process it was like the entire time she was finding every little way to nitpick at our wedding and yeah mm. how'd you feel about all that i just ignored it to be honest because well let's just give a little context to this right because i don't think it's like a your race is inferior to ours kind of thing. I think that's what my mom was thinking, though. So I, I, <laughs> I, I want to push back on that because uh, I, I visit Korea often. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit more in tune with the current contemporary Korean thought process. Mm -hmm. Like racism, when we look at it in America, it's a lot about whose race is superior and whose is inferior, right? Mm -hmm. Well, like, that's what racism is. Right. But... but in the context of a Korean person um, not wanting an outsider in the family, I think it's more just about preserving 
Korean traditions, values, and culture more than it's because our race is better than yours. Do you feel, do you get that sense at all? Maybe. I think, I think it was a, yeah, like a huge pride thing Mm. for my mom. Mm. Um, Because I think that since that's all she knew, like everyone in the family was married to a Korean. Mm. Like there were no outside marriages, like uh, interracial marriages in our entire family. Mm. So me being the first person out of everyone in my family to marry someone that was not Korean probably hurt her pride and she probably assumed that people would talk crap about her. Right. Or like someone would have a negative opinion about our family because Mm. of that. So like even when we were about to get engaged, my mom was trying to set me up with like these Korean guys that were like 10 to 15 years older than me. Because she didn't really know people my age. Uh. She knew people who had sons that were like a lot older than me. Mm. So, yeah, she, every time I would come home, instead of being like, how's Connor? How's, like, whatever your relationship? It was always like, oh, like, I have another guy I would want you to go on a date mm. with. And then um, eventually my dad was like, that's not fair to the guy because she's already committed to a relationship. Right. So they would just be wasting each other's time. Yeah. And then I never ended up going on a blind date with a Korean guy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. How would, how would you have <laughs> felt if she was, like, pushed into, like, a blind date? While you guys were dating. Well, she wouldn't have gone. What if she did? She wouldn't have. No, no for the sake of, like, yeah. my parents, like... Not because she's interested insanity, in this other guy. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Would you break up with her for that? Would you have broken up with her for that? I don't think so. Huh. Because, because it, it, would wasn't, be... it wasn't... It wouldn't have been out of her own desire. Right. It would have been because she was forced to. And then from that, I would have known that she probably didn't even want to be there. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so I'm gonna, I want to get into a series of just asking you guys random questions about the marriage because we talked about a lot of... So, um, for those of you guys watching and you guys want a little bit more background info, we uh, after the podcast with Jane and Junie, we actually went out. We, we got some lunch. So, for like burping and stuff, that's, that's because, <laughs> that's because uh, we just ate. Well, we talked about a lot of interesting stuff, I feel like. Um, and mm-hmm. if you guys are down for it, we can talk about some random things. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, before we get into that, can we actually get your uh, proposal story? Because Jean and Junie alluded to it a little bit. Junie, I think what Junie actually said was, I was there when Connor proposed and I learned a lot of things not to do. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, like almost the exact same thing. So can, can we... But I don't think I did anything that was out of character. Yeah, he was just acting like himself, but he was making me angry. <laughs> so okay. let's, let's hear. I want to hear uh, the story of how you proposed and how you were feeling. And then we'll mirror that with what Selena was going through. Um, so we went to California. Um, we went to L.A. for a wedding. Um, and we were actually there for... We went a little before... And then we stayed like a day after. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, it was her, one of her best friends. Um, her name's Eugen. And uh, Selena was actually part of the wedding party. So that's why we were there early. Um, and so because uh, like two of her best friends, Eugen and Elise, live in California, 
I thought, oh, why don't we, why don't I propose in California so she can celebrate it with these two very close friends that she doesn't get to see regularly. And then when we go home, she can just celebrate with all the people who she sees on like a weekly basis or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, um, oh, by the way, when you guys, uh, celebrated your engagement here, didn't you guys cater bubble tea service? No, no. Oh yeah, kung fu tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so- a shout out to sh- soft tea. They're the best. My friends still cool. talk about it to this day. Uh-huh. I'm not even kidding. Soft tea? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. The people who don't know about soft tea, oh, like yeah, yeah. like um, my best friend Lane Marie. She's like, that was the best thing ever. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. A little plug for my wife. <laughs> yeah. But sorry, continue. Um, but yeah, so um, I actually like texted Eugen first and was like. Hey, I know you're getting married and stuff, but like, would it be okay if after the wedding I proposed to Selena and would you be able to come and all this stuff? And mm-hmm. so, um, I made sure like it was okay over there just cause I wanted to like honor her and, yeah. um, didn't want to like take the spotlight away from her and all that stuff. And so, um, yeah, so once I got all that confirmed, then, um, we had to figure out like what to do, where to do it, how to do it, all that stuff. So I was... Um, like planning with Jane but Jane pretty much planned the whole thing mm. she was like um, well so we had planned to go to San Diego um, it was a Sunday so we had planned to drive down to San Diego and like do some stuff there for the whole day um, and you know San Diego has a lot of like nice coastline and beaches and stuff like that and so uh, Jane googled some nice looking beaches and stuff um, and then we decided on a place and um, it's funny because Selena had like a whole day planned for us. And then in the back of our minds, we're like, we're not doing any of this. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. So that morning we like wake up and we drive down to San Diego. It's about a two hour drive, I think. And um, I'm like just in the front. I'm driving, so I'm not really talking to anyone. Luckily, like, everyone, I think her and Jane fell asleep, Mm. so I didn't have to talk to anyone. But I was, like, really nervous and, like, didn't want to talk. He's never been nervous in his life. And so, and so, like, luckily, though, like, I don't really talk anyways, so, and it wasn't, like, out of the ordinary. So we get there, we get lunch, and, like, I'm not even talking during lunch. Like, we're all eating lunch, and I'm just sitting there like this. And I'll look up, like, once in a while and, like, look at Junie, and he just, like, smiles (laughs) and just, like, starts laughing at me. Uh And then uh, I just, like, eat my food. Wait, so were you not talking to try to stay in character or because you were so nervous? No, I just didn't. I was just nervous. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was, like, Um, losing it. Okay. And so we eat lunch, and then... um, after lunch, they're like, oh, let's go to this one. So he was like, let's go to this one beach. And it wasn't the beach that we had picked out. So mm-hmm. we were like, uh, okay. It's like, the, it's that one beach in San Diego where it has all those like sea lions that people always see. Mm-hmm. So we go there and we're just like walking around. And I'm just like, I have my hands in my pocket and I'm just like walking around. Like her and Jane are taking pictures and they're like having so much fun. And I'm just like... Okay, like we're just here. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Junie's walking next to me and he's like, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, 
so nervous right now. <laughs> I just want to get this over with. And then, so then after that, we go to, we, we get her to go to the beach that like we had planned to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we hadn't seen it in mm-hmm. advance, you know? So like luckily for Junie and Jane, we were able to go in advance to like scout the area or whatever. Where Junie proposed. Yeah. Um, but this beach, like none of us had ever seen, we'd never been there. So we didn't even know what to really expect. Yeah. Um, so what we had planned was like, we were just going to walk around and then if we found the spot, like Jane was going to get me and Selena to pose for a picture. And then if it was like a good spot, she was going to be like, okay, this is the spot. Yeah. Um, so we eventually found the spot and, um, Jane's like, okay, this is the spot. So I had the the ring came in like this giant box, and I was wearing jeans. I had nowhere to put the ring, right? Because the box was like this thick. Yeah. And so I put on my hoodie. Mm. It was like eighty degrees outside. <laughs> I like put on my hoodie and we go to the beach. And so at this point, she was probably like, "Why the heck is he wearing this hoodie?" But again, like. She was probably pissed at me at this point, so she didn't even really care. Like, pissed because you weren't talking? Because I wasn't talking. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't really engaged at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, engaged. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I put it in my backpack. I put my hoodie on, and then we're walking down to the beach. And then while they're, like, her and Jane are, like, taking pictures, having fun, I, like, slip it into my hoodie pocket. Mm-hmm. And so, and I didn't want to take my hands out of my hoodie. And so... I just like was like okay let I did it like right before it was time to do the proposal. So I put it in my pocket and then so it's like on this rock and right below the rock is the beach. Yeah. We're literally walking to the spot and then these three kids come out of nowhere and just start playing in the sand right in front of this rock, right? <laughs> and I was like I look at Jane and we're like Eyes of like, t- we're just like, what do we do? <laughs> and so we just had to like wait. And Jane was like stalling and like trying to take more pictures and stuff. I think like 15 minutes passed before these kids like eventually just left. Uh-huh. And so the whole time I'm just standing there walking around with this ring in my pocket, hoping that like Selena doesn't come over and like I have to take my hands out of my pocket or anything because. You would have known that there was something in my pocket. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they leave and then Jane's like, okay, okay, you guys go take a picture, go take a picture. And so um, we take the picture, we take a few pictures and then um, she's like, okay. And then she like walks away and yeah. then I like grab her hand and I turn her around and then I just like get down on my knee. Wow. And then she's like so confused. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> she literally was like what are you doing? <laughs> and then, um, I said some stuff. I don't literally, I literally don't remember anything uh-huh. I said. Uh-huh. He like, then, didn't really say much. <laughs> yeah. I think I was just mumbling the whole time. Yeah. And then she said yes. And then that was it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So while all this was happening, what was going through your head? I was so annoyed Like because here's the thing. I planned the entire, okay. I had been busy <laughs> being a bridesmaid for Eugene. Hmm. And then I was the one who like planned the entire day for San Diego. And I felt like 
they were just being or Connor was just being ungrateful. Like he uh. like he was just like not having a good time. He was like he was the one who had to drive to San Diego and like all this stuff. And I had like a huge itinerary of this is what we're gonna do at this time and it just felt like he was just he just didn't want to be a part of it and he didn't uh, want to be there. Uh-huh. So, um, or like he just wanted to be at home or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, so, and then when we went to this, like, like I was so excited for them to try this taco place because it was my favorite taco place in all of, like, ever. Uh-huh. And this was Connor's reaction. Yeah, it's good. And I was so upset because <laughs> I was like, this is the, this is so oh. good. It's like, Fresh seafood yeah. on a taco with the best like condiments and everything, yeah. and it was really good. But at the time, like I was so nervous, I didn't even want to eat. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like forcing myself to eat. Yeah, and so I was just like, I just gotta eat this. Yeah, but I was upset because I wanted the reaction. I was uh, like, I planned this day out. Like yeah. I deserve a reaction. Yeah. And then we went to the that place, the um, La Jolla, which yeah. is where the sea lions are. And me and Jane are having, like, so much fun. I'm, like, showing them around. And Connor's just, like, like not giving me eye contact. Like, not, like, wanting to take any pictures. Like, hate. Like, he looks like he hates life. <laughs> so I'm just, like, you're so ungrateful. Like, uh... I'm, like, trying to show you guys these places and you could care less. Mm. And then, because I had been to San Diego three times. I'm, like, I don't, we don't have to be here. Like, right. we can go somewhere else. Right. <laughs> um, and then... And we had driven there for two, like, it took us two hours to get there from yeah. L.A. So I was just like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, and then out of nowhere, Jane is like, and she knows I made an itinerary. Yeah. And out of nowhere, Jane is like, oh, my gosh, like, my friend told me about this beach called Wind and Sand Beach. And I was like, or Wind and Sea Beach. And then I was like, why is that necessary? I'm taking you to all these great places. Like, uh, it is so unnecessary. Uh, but it happened to be on the way to our next destination. So uh, I was like, okay, fine. Uh-huh. Um, so we go, and I honestly Wait, wasn't. Did you plan that? Did you plan it for it to be at like? No, I didn't know. We didn't know her itinerary. Oh, dang. well, no, I I sent it to you guys, Uh-oh. but no I don't think attention. he was like really <laughs> thinking about it. So it was coincidental that it was on the way to the next location. I think first they would have gotten us there. At, I think it would have. We would have ended up there either okay, way. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, whether it be on the way back or whatever, mm-hmm. but. Um, and then the, also like, I had been waiting for him to propose, but I didn't think he was going to do it in California because I didn't want us to take the spotlight off of Eugene and Sam, uh, my best friends who were getting married in California. Yeah. So I was like, that would be really rude if we got engaged while we were in California for right. their wedding. Um, so that was not even in my mindset. Wow. And then when he got down on one knee, I was genuinely confused. Like, I was like, I didn't, I, it didn't process in my head. And then like, yeah, I think because I was so frustrated, like with the entire day, uh-huh. I couldn't like fully invest in my emotions of what was actually going on because I was already upset. Mm. And then, so it was like, he was proposing while I was like, I, I wasn't like extremely upset, but I was just kind of irritated. Yeah. I was just like, I was tired. And then I was like, I planned this thing and it was just, it just felt like nobody really cared. So in that moment, did your upsetness kind of melt away? Or No, I, it was like conflicting emotions. <laughs> okay. Because 
yeah, it was conflicting emotions, and then it, I didn't understand what was happening. Uh-huh. It just felt very like. Um, the, like after the it was fact, hard to process. After the fact, did you understand? Oh, he was like this because he was so nervous, and did that upset irritatedness go away, or did that still linger? Yeah, it went away because we were laughing the whole time. Okay, okay. <laughs> we were after it happened. Uh-huh. I felt. Suddenly, like all this weight being lifted off of Connor's shoulders. Yeah, I became more engaged. Yeah. He, he was like super, he was like laughing, having a good time. Him and Junie were like, just like going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And did, then, yeah. Did he like give you like a speech or anything when he proposed or was it just? Um, no, I said some stuff. He like said a, maybe one or two sentences mm-hmm. and then it was very quick. Hmm. But I think it was because he was so nervous. Yeah. Dude, my I was on my knee and my leg was like shaking. <laughs> yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. Like Connor never gets nervous. Wow. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. I've never seen him nervous in my life. Uh-huh. Except for that one moment. Wow. No, it's a nerve-wracking moment. Like, I feel like I don't get super nervous but it's like often weird. either. Yeah. I when I proposed to Shirley, I had a whole speech in my head. Mm-hmm. But when I was like kneeling there, that, all yeah, just flew exactly. off my head. I was like, okay, yeah. all I can say is, yeah. will you marry me? It's like weirdly nervous because you know, you I'm know gonna she's going to yeah. say yes. Yeah. But I don't know, it's weird. It's yeah. like, it's not about whether you're going to get rejected or not. There's yeah. something else, but I don't know what that is. I think is. it's yeah. just the heightened, like, like, it's like every girl's dream uh-huh. and you're like being, you're like, you have to fit into her dream. Right. And you have to like manifest that dream into <laughs> this like beautiful moment yeah. you know so much pressure yeah it is a lot of pressure wow wow so but we got a nice picture out of it so no yeah 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 you did i guess that's all that matters yeah so instagram <laughs> instagram is life for the gram yeah um it's when our idols when the kids were there playing and you guys oh, were the, oh. it was so she, funny she was just like why don't yeah guys why okay. are you doing let's just go to another spot so the and reason me and jane were like we no. can't <laughs> we no no no, no. it was like jane was like trying to take pictures with Chuni. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, like, I had the phone in my hand and I was like taking pictures of her and Chuni. Yeah. And then I was like, guys, what's wrong with you guys? Like we can just find another location. <laughs> it wasn't even like, it was like a nice rock and everything, but I was like, it's all the same beach. Like, let's just go down like a hundred feet or something. Yeah. Yeah. At Connor yeah. Chang on Instagram, if you guys want to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> is it Instagram is is, like... uh, Connor with one end, right? Yes. Connor Chang. Yeah. yeah. Connor Chang with one N, I before the A. Mm, wow. Yeah. I wow. like that self plug right there. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they, they kind of dressed it up as we want to take a photo for Jane and Juni. Yes. I see. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, like, they were like the, the test. Uh huh. They were our props. Wow. wow. To see if, like, the picture was a good picture or it was a good background or uh-huh. something. Because it's just we did, we hadn't been there. You know what's crazy though? We were we had been in California for like at least three days by that point. Mm-hmm. No, we were there since Wednesday. Okay, so it was a long time. It was like four days. Uh-huh. I don't know how they did it for like held it in for that long while uh... we were in California because the minute I landed in Colorado with Col- Connor for Jane's engagement, yeah, Jane and Junie's engagement, I was freaking out. Like I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I was like every time like. I thought about it. I started sweating. I was so nervous for mm, them. Yeah. So I don't know how they like were able to keep it in for. I didn't even that think long. about it until Sunday. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like. I was losing my mind. Yeah, I didn't even. I put it out of my mind. 
until yeah. after the the wedding. Hmm. Yeah. But controversial question: Would you, if let's say that you texted Eugene asking, "Hey, can I propose after the wedding?" What if she was like, "Oh, you can do it at the wedding reception." I wouldn't have done it at the wedding reception. No, because I recently saw That's a video <laughs> of someone proposing at someone else's wedding oh. reception, and then people were like. That's terrible. Why would you do that? And the groom's defense was, well, they let me do it. They said it was okay. No, I have mm -hmm. enough wherewithal to know that that is not the best thing to do. It's not even special then because yeah. someone else curated that moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, good to know. So, okay, after the wedding and then you guys were, were you able to celebrate with your friends after? Yeah, so we got dinner with them mm. after. Mm. We went to this place called Kicking Crab. It was so good. Ooh, where's that? Is that in San Diego? No, it's in LA. LA. Uh, but in it's LA. like, it's it's very, it's like the same thing as Boiling Crab. Mm. But Wait, it's so where good. is it? Is it on? Fullerton, like in Orange County. Is it, what, what, is it on the beach or is it? No, 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 no. no. Okay, we had to go back okay. into the, I see, I see, yeah, I see. like the suburb area. When I lived in LA, there was a place on the pier at Redondo Beach uh -huh. that did uh, crabs. It was really good. Yeah, that's not where we went. Okay. They, they gave us wooden mallets. I remember oh. going there as a kid. Just Oh, this is like it? this is more oh. like shrimp. Yeah. Oh, you know okay. like, like uh, juicy crab here? Right, right, right. It's like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. perfect because... But better because like the seafood's fresher. Yeah, because like it's literally from the... It was perfect because I had my engagement ring and uh -huh. I was getting all this sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> did they give you gloves? Yeah, they do give you gloves. <laughs> but actually, I like eating it without the gloves. Uh, I don't because it's easier to peel and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So because the gloves are always oversized. True, true. I yeah. see. So now, ever since you guys got you guys got married, right? Mm -hmm. um, what has been the biggest challenge? Of, actually, actually, sorry. Before that, what was the biggest challenge while you guys were engaged? Did you have any challenges or was it just all smooth sailing? I think for me personally, I was always, because of how busy I was, I was always trying to calculate and figure out and manipulate how our schedules can align so that we could spend time with each other. Because not only is my love language quality time, but I also like was so busy that I had to make sure our time aligned well. Mm. Um, but a lot of the times I was really tired or um yeah there wasn't like i don't know there i just put so much time and energy into making time for us too but mm. once we got married it's like i can just show up to home and then he's there mm. i don't have to i don't have to think about making time for him um because when we were dating he would have to come over and then leave right. by a certain time because he would have to go to work or whatever yeah. the next day or i would have to go to work the next day so the biggest challenge was having to like match your schedules so yeah. that you guys could spend time together? Yeah. And I, I think that like it was significant for me mostly because I would get anxiety when we were not connecting mm. and when I felt like we weren't spending enough time with each other. I see. So it was like even more heightened um, when I was super busy and it felt like he didn't want to spend time with me, but really it was just like how our lives were. I see. The busyness of our lives. Mm, yeah. Mm. I see, I see. Well, what about for you, Connor? What was most challenging during the engagement period? Um, I think having to deal with her parents mm. because they were just constantly adding unnecessary pressure to her 
and I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, my parents were in the party of, oh, you guys do what you want at your wedding. Right. Right. And that's kind of my mentality is like, this is your day, so do what you want. But she was constantly trying to cater to her parents, which would give her anxiety and just like unnecessary stress. Yeah. And that in turn would just like make me angry or uh, like piss me off. Yeah. You know, it's like, because my, my mentality is like parents should su- support you in what you want to do. Yeah. And, you know, knowing the Korean culture, it's like the wedding day is about us, the, the parents. And it was just that I think that's where, you know, you have two different cultures that are clashing. Yeah. Of like my parents saying, oh, you guys do what you want to do. And then her parents saying, you have to do this, 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 this. Right. Um, and so that was just... Um, yeah, it was just really annoying. So were you guys able to do mostly what you wanted to do? Or did you have to make a lot of concessions to your parents? I would say almost all every single decision I made, except for my wedding dress, was based off of their desire and what they wanted. Wow. So like the venue, even getting a cake, um, the food, everything was based off of what they wanted. Wow. But as my friends have been getting engaged and things like that, I realized that the trauma of my engagement season is so strong because like me and me and Jane were talking about wedding dress shopping and I look, I think back to it and it was probably one of the worst days of my life, like going wedding dress shopping. Uh, And it was something that I always looked forward to growing up. I was like, this is something I dreamed about, like uh putting on dresses and looking beautiful. Hmm. But I look back on that day and it was probably genuinely, I think it was one of the worst days of my life. It, was it because you went with your parents or? It's because I went with my mom and then mm. like five or six of my bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. My brides weren't, my bridesmaids weren't the issue, but it was like the added pressure of, so my mom was yelling at me and choosing dresses I didn't want to wear. And then my bridesmaids kept saying like, oh, just do whatever you want. And there were too many voices talking at me. Yeah. And then, like, I was trying to make it a fun time for the bridesmaids. I was just doing too much. Yeah. 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 And that's, like, the stuff that pisses me off is, like, I'm really big on, like, parenting. You know, I'm not a parent yet, but, like, in those situations, in my mind, it's, like, you support your child's wants and desires. Yeah. Right? And it's, like... A parent is supposed to sacrifice their wants and needs for the wants and needs of their child. At least that's how I view parenting. Right. And so when you're making it all about you, like you're taking away from your child's experience and you're mm. taking away their joy and their, um, you know, their desires and all this thing. And it's like, why are you so selfish to where you can't see that? Yeah. But so to them, to where you can't see that. But to them, like my dad would be like, why are you being so selfish for like, yeah. And I just think that's bad parenting. Hmm. I think that's, 
the Korean culture. Yeah, they're... I don't necessarily think it's, like, I can definitely... Just because it's culture doesn't mean it's good. For sure, but there, I think there is, like, some importance in re- maintaining parts of the culture. Yeah. But I not necess- not necess- I'm not agreeing with how my parents handled our engagement season, but I'm... I can understand where it comes from and how it could have been dealt with in a more healthy way. Yeah. Um, because I for sure wanted it. I wanted to honor them through the entire process, but they made it so hard to. Right. And even actually, I take back what I said about the wedding dress was mine because the veil I wore was not one I wanted. The accessory mm. that I wore with my wedding dress, which was like a spark or this like belt, I didn't want to wear that. Mm. I wanted it to be like completely one fabric Mm. no like jewels no belt nothing but i had to compromise because my dad like pulled me aside and was like you have to do this for your mom Mm. she's gonna lose it like she's gonna admit herself to the hospital and like it was just like Mm. so dramatic and he was basically like you have to just give up these things because you're not gonna remember what dress you're gonna what dress you wore 50 years from now right and i'm like and it's like but you will Right, right, yeah. No, and I, I think that's has a lot to do with the conflicting nature of Western philosophy and Eastern philosophy. Yeah. Right, because like Western philosophy is more about self and what needs to be done for me now, whereas the Eastern philosophy is all about others. You know, like especially with parents, like respect toward parents is such a huge thing yeah. in the Eastern culture. That, that that's probably why that conflict was so so big yeah and i think they took the that moment of celebration as a way for us to give back to them like Hmm. because we're because i've sacrificed for your whole life you have to make these small sacrifices for us on this day right so yeah and i don't think it's necessarily bad parenting i think it's just hugely different perspectives just hugely different worldviews and yeah. philosophies. Yeah. I think that there were some like psychoticness in it <laughs> and some like definitely some bad parenting. Uh, but I think that like at the same time, I understand where it comes from because one, I think my mom deals with a lot of stuff that she's never verbalized mm-hmm. or processed appropriately. And another thing is like, even though they believe in God and have this like, christian foundation they i think the gospel has been construed in a way that is more hurtful than helpful Mm. or like they believe in the side of religion rather than the side of a relationship i see because i i feel like when um and i don't think it's just koreans i'm sure there's it's you can say asian households yeah um i just didn't grow up in an asian household so i don't know but yeah because your parents are super americanized so like i to me, like when you have that mentality as a parent, you're almost making parenting conditional. Mm. Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna parent you so that I can receive this later on. Yeah. Whereas, in my mind, parenting is, I'm giving you all of this because I love you, mm. and I don't expect anything in return. Mm. You know, like that's what love is, yeah. and so. Like, if you love your child, why do you expect them to, you know, return the favor? Mm. Now, I know, you know, I do believe in, like, honoring your parents and, you know, like, you you should be giving back to your parents. Yeah. But 
when the parent is like, you have to do this because I raised you. It's like, what? Yeah. That's your job. That's yeah. what you signed up for when you decided to have me. Yeah. And that's a life choice that you made and that you should be willing to commit to. Hmm. And um, yeah, so that was just like my mentality. I mean, that's kind of how I was raised too. Like my parents don't expect me to give them anything back. Hmm. You know, they love I'm sure when I give them gifts and stuff like that, but there's not this mentality of you have to repay us right. for what we've given you. Mm. It's like, we gave this stuff to you because we're your parents and we loved you. Mm. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's almost, it's the gospel, right? The gospel tells us, oh, um, we are loved by God. Therefore we give back to God. You know, we serve him in all these things. And in the same way, I was loved by my parents. I was raised well by my parents. So I'm going to give back to them because I want to. Yeah. And not, I'm not going to give back to them because I feel like I have to. Right. You know? So, so that's probably where the disconnect is. I think parents want so much to have raised you in a way that you love them enough to give back to them that I think, like you were saying, Asian household, the parents, like the first generation Asians, it's, they don't, they can't really verbalize that well. So what, they ver end up verbalizing is just do this for me because I raised you. The, the part about I raised you to want to give back to me, that, that part, I think it kind of gets lost in translation. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, you know, for me, if when I have kids, yeah. you know, I'm going to love my kids regardless of what, they whether, can give back to you. whether mm. they leave me, mm. which they will, they should eventually or whether they give me, buy me a new house. You know, it's like my love for my kids well, isn't dependent on what they can give me in return. True, but I bet there are conditions. What do you mean? Like if your child, this is a gruesome example, but if your child like killed Selena, for example, if your child killed their mother, mm -hmm. would, would you love them the same? I don't know. Right? <laughs> that's like, that's but that's so different. <laughs> Why did you even have to go that far? You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Why don't we ask you that question since you have a child? You know what? That That's the crazy part. When I think about it, if, let's say, some... I don't want to say easily because easily would never do that. But you don't know. But if now that I have easily, if a child I had were to kill the, their mother, I would definitely love them differently, but I don't think I would completely disown them. Yeah, it's it's weird. Hmm. Yeah, but like, anyway, so with with your relationship with your mom, do you think it's gotten better now that the wedding day has passed, or is it still kind of similar? Mm, it's different. Mm. I would um, say it's gotten better out of necessity. Uh, I see. Because she doesn't have a choice. Yeah. Well, I think my mom just doesn't want to be far from me. Like she just doesn't want to feel far from me. Yeah. But the thing is, we never ever had a good relationship in the first place. Mm. I think the only fond memory I've, I really had with my mom is this one time when she like, brought me into her closet and she had a gift prepared for me and it was like a doll that I've been waiting for for so long, mm. and because I never received gifts at that time or like my parents just were not like, didn't, didn't really give me gifts. Yeah. Um, and so I can't remember a time when I was like ever close to my mom, but then like, I think as we're getting older, she feels the disconnection between me 
and her mm. more deeply. And so she's like trying so hard to like, cause she'll make side remarks and be like, oh, like um, my, my aunt is very close with her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, I'm not close with my mom. And so she'll like bring up that relationship and be like, oh, like your cousin always talks to her mom. Like, why don't you talk to me about your stuff? And I'm like, because we never established that in the first place. Mm. Um, but I think also I've, I've also, honestly, I've been ignoring my parents a lot. Um, because I think it's not that they, it's not that I'm trying to punish them for yeah. how they treated us. Yeah. It's just like, I just need my space for a little while because yeah. when we were engaged, it was like the worst season of our lives. Like, just going through that was extremely painful. Yeah. yeah. And what's crazy is like, because she's acting that way now, she doesn't even realize how she hurt her. I see. Like she's just trying to cover it up. Be like, oh, like let's just be... Because if she realized how she hurt Selena, she would understand why Selena maybe is trying to keep her distance. Mm. But she doesn't even recognize or they don't even recognize how they hurt her. I think it's because they're like, oh, Selena got it her way and she married Connor. Yeah, so, but that's another thing. Is they like, think that they think she got yeah. Selena did get it her way when in reality we catered to them the whole time. Right. Have you yeah. talked to your mom about that? I don't want to. Yeah. It's just hard to mm. because I don't think she. I don't know. I don't even know how to have a conversation like that with my yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? One thing I'm sure your parents. So I'm not talking about your situation, just for my situation. What I realized, the older I get, it's difficult for my parents to talk to me about certain things because there's a language barrier, first of all, and there's also a cultural barrier. So I think my parents keep a lot of, I think they did keep a lot of things from me just because of those two things. It's it's a little better now, now that I'm a father, like I can relate more to my dad as a father and things like that. But yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Mm. I don't know when, if and when we would ever have that conversation. But my dad, I think my dad recognizes like what kind of or how they hurt me in that yeah. process because he he does make some remarks sometimes about like um, just about that season sometimes. Yeah. And he did apologize to me one time over the phone just about things that have been going on. Wow. Um, but yeah. But I don't know. you were hurt by your mom, not necessarily yeah. by your yeah. dad. My so. dad was basically apologizing on behalf of my mom. Right, right. Wow. So that's just something you guys will have to kind of explore in the future, I guess. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can't. I mean, I don't I don't hate my parents. Yeah. I just, like, just don't want to be close to them right now. I see. Yeah. 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 Do you feel the same way? What? Do you, do you ever see... Well, do you see a future of reconciliation between your wife and your in-laws? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I see. He used to be so like optimistic about me and my relationship with my parents. He was yeah. always like, he was always on their side. Mm. And then as soon as he met them, he finally understood how they spoke to me uh-huh. because they spoke to him like that. Uh. And I don't think he fully understood how, like, because I would tell him about my parents sometimes in our dating relationship. And he'd be like, oh, like, they just want the best for you. They love you. All this stuff. Like, just, like, backing them up as much as possible. And then as soon as he met them, it was like, 
he knew. <laughs> he, he, Dude, me and her mom got into a fight. Like, that's right. It like, was, we were, I was yelling at her and she was yelling at me. Before you guys, before you proposed, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? You don't have to if you don't want to. It's just long. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that <laughs> next time. Then. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it helped that like, I don't think it helped the relationship that I wasn't willing to um, submit to what they wanted. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, that's just not how I was raised. Yeah. And so like whenever her mom would have something to say, I would just have something to say back to her. Right. And then it would just piss her off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Korean parents, I'm sure, well, I say Korean, but most Asian American parents wouldn't like that, right? Your parents are kind of exceptional Probably. because they're, they grew up in America, right? Yeah. I don't think Connor would ever talk to his parents that way because they're, he doesn't have a reason to. Right. Like, right. Yeah, they just yeah. don't, they, they don't talk to him that way. Yeah. So he would never talk to them that way. Yeah. Because mm. his parents, the way that he talks to Connor and Peyton, are very, it's very, like, it's just like healthy. <laughs> it's like normal. Right. And I think a lot of it is also they're not very they're not a very emotional family either. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's why you're the way that you are, Connor. Very emotionless. Robot. <laughs> Robotic. Alien robot. <laughs> Can you show your fingers to the yeah. camera real quick? Yeah. How they, big they, they need are? to see it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Oh, this is a family podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is family, family friendly. I love Jesus, guys. Yeah. Okay, then uh, now that we talked about your marriage, we have like ten minutes left before we hit the hour mark. I was wondering, uh, can we talk about some of the random stuff that we, the controversial yeah, sure. things? Well, we if, have to keep this under an hour. No, we don't have to, but oh. I just tried to oh, because gotcha. yeah, people people have told me that once it gets beyond an hour, it's hard to stay engaged because an hour. <laughs> yeah, they're fake. True. I, <laughs> not kidding. I'm kidding. That was a joke. Um, no, because you know, if you think about it, the time format, an hour gives you like most people. Let's say their commute is 30 minutes. That's half in the morning to work, half in the evening coming back home. But if it's past that, then they have to divide it up. I drive an hour seasons. to work one way, so you should do two hour podcast. Two hours. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I'm good. I'm good. Um, First thing I want to talk about. This is your suggestion, by the way. This is Connor's suggestion. Oh, he wanted to talk. He wanted to argue, who's better, Chinese people or Korean people? Mm. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's white people. No, <laughs> you guys are so dumb. They, they rule this country. We can see. Here's my people. thing. Uh, Connor only hangs out with Korean people, so I think his association says a lot about what his opinion is. Oh, true. No. Yes. <laughs> because I hang out with people who I enjoy. I don't hang out with people because so you don't ethnicity. enjoy so you don't enjoy Chinese people. I don't know any Chinese people. <laughs> I guess I, I know Jessica Wang. She's like half. She's, she's the best. She's a uh, three fourths. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's the best. So that's one. You know, that's not even one. That's seventy five. Yeah, that's point seventy five. Yeah, You're so right. My brother. <laughs> yeah, but that's out of family. Yeah, that makes that's not. That's exempt. That's not. And he hangs out with all Koreans too. <laughs> So it's like even it. The How many Chinese people do you know? I know a good a bit. A good a bit. A good yeah. a bit. <laughs> I know a good a bit. Yeah. Okay, that was a done topic. Next yeah. topic, Connor. Again, this was your suggestion. <laughs> you wanted to argue the possible non-existence of God. What? He said, "Listen, <laughs> if God didn't exist, we would not exist because we're made in His image." Connor wanted to argue that point. I'm confused. 
no, like, how would you argue for the possibility that God is not real? Oh, like, if I was an atheist or something? Yeah. Like, how would I argue that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I... I'm, I'm going to show this to all your Bible study students, by the way. Oh, God. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if my Bible study students know Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? I have no idea. I just said that just to okay, be Okay, what other topics would we talk about? Um, Those are the two outrageous ones that I wanted to um, bring If up. you had to choose between your daughter and your wife, who would you choose? Oh, yeah. We, we had a big conversation about this the other day. So we were talking about if the oh, the house was on fire, you can only save one yeah, person. Yeah. Who would you save? Connor, what did you say? Well, so I said Selena because I can just make more babies with Selena. But your <laughs> argument was... It changes when you have a kid. Yeah. And so obviously I don't have a kid, so I don't know what it what that feels like. But and I was just I was speaking more from logic yeah. rather than like my heart. Like logically it just makes more sense for me to save Selena. Yeah. Because mm. Yeah, because you can make yeah. infinite amounts of babies. Yeah, and like that and that if it was like an infant, yeah, right, they haven't really experienced much anyways. So like <laughs> So sad. You know? Yeah. Sad as and morbid as that sounds. Yeah. But, you, but know, you I, said you couldn't you couldn't decide. Well I, you said you would probably lean more towards Aisley, right? I I would. Yeah. yeah. Oof. So I, I don't know if I've talked about this on my podcast or not, but before I became a Christian, I think like looking back on my life, I would have categorized myself as borderline sociopathic. Um, meaning that I had a very difficult But you're time. not like that now? Yeah. Are you sure? Well, maybe there's probably some part like times where it comes out, (laughs) where it seeps out sometimes, but it's like hard to empathize and sympathize with other people unless you assign a certain value to them. Right. So in that mind mind state, I think I would say the same thing as you. I would say, I will just save my wife. We'll just make more babies. But Mm -hmm. knowing that my child has just as much value as my wife because the value that they have is ascribed to them from the death of Christ, right? It's, I can't, it, it feels like currency that I cannot use. You know what I mean? It's but like I'm like, not authorized to make that decision. If but in sure. marriage you guys become one, yeah. don't you? So it's like, it's like almost selfish. It's like I'll save myself, but this other life no. entity. <laughs> But honestly, behind. in that situation, surely you can just get out of the bu- so, fire. Okay, well, this the, parameter, <laughs> the parameters of the question is, you needed to choose. Yeah. So, but again, but the argument can be made. Shirley has lived life to a certain point where it's okay for her to die. Mm-hmm. But the baby experienced nothing. So how is it fair that the baby... What's better, something or nothing? Something is okay, better then. than nothing. So that's that's why that's my argument. Something, some part of a life is better than no part of a life, which is what an infant has experienced. No, but you would want to save the something because something is better. But <laughs> I guess this is so dumb, right? No, but yeah, it's... because if you if you say the baby has experienced nothing, yeah, then they're not losing anything. No, no, they're losing the chance. For their, the rest of but their life. But they don't know that they're losing the chance. So it's, you got to look at but it like this. But you know that they're losing so the chance. So surely, like if we're just talking statistically, she's what, 27? She has lived like a third or a quarter of her life already, right? So she only has to look forward to like, what? Well, let's say, let's be optimistic and say she has 75% more to go. Yeah. 
the baby has a hundred percent to go. So uh-huh. she would have lost a hundred percent. Shirley would have lost seventy five percent. But what you if can't you also, guarantee yeah, that hundred percent. You can, right. you can. Or but. what if you also look at it as what do they have to offer to this world <laughs> <laughs> in that moment? Yeah. Right? Like I, Shirley could soft tea. Yeah. Aisley. <laughs> Aisley just has cuteness. Bro, she might cure cancer one day. Who but knows? But in right? that moment she couldn't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So is- it's that's why it's a no, but all that to say. Before I had a child, I would have 100% picked my wife and killed, let my hypothetical child die. Mm-hmm. But it's such a hard question now. I, I might just walk into the fire and just die with them. Mm. That's um, a good idea. <laughs> just, just, yeah. We'll just die together. We'll yeah. just all die together. That, makes, the that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then maybe you won't die, you know? <laughs> maybe, well, how? How would you survive oh, walking into a... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. Okay, it's true, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel's friends from the Daniel and the lion story in the Bible. They mm-hmm. were put in the furnace, but they didn't burn. Right? Okay, would you rather die in a burning building or drown? Burning building. Drown. Mm, interesting. You know why? Why? Burning building, you're feeling the pain all over you. Mm-hmm. Only until a certain point, and then you can't feel anything. Because you're all your nerves are gone. <laughs> I guess, but I don't want to feel. Dude, the thought of oh. water rushing, not being, of water rushing into my lungs and being helpless and can't breathing is terrifying to me. So, but that's only once. I don't know. I would. I would rather like be. Which, which do you think is more comfortable, being burnt or suffocating? So I've read stuff that drowning is like. I don't know if peaceful is the right word, but it's not as like chaotic chaotic as people mm. make it out to be. Yeah. Interesting. And another thing I heard actually is when you're in a burning building, you actually don't die from the wounds. You die from smoke inhalation. Right? Yeah. Asphyxiation. You, the, the air is being sucked out of you because it's... So technically pure. you're drowning. Exactly. So I would rather drown, just drown, rather than be burnt up and, you know, suffocate anyways. Did you, you know you can't did you know you can't <laughs> did you know you can't purposefully make yourself drown? What do you mean? Like you can't. I read that somewhere. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. Like you can't drown yourself. I think I could. Like your body, your <laughs> mind and your body won't la- allow you to. Like I'll I I I'll find I'll find the frozen r- lake, make a hole and jump inside. Death. Yeah, but I think you what would you try, mean, you would try to escape. You can't you can't hold your breath. To kill yourself. Okay, I have I a better question. Sure. Wait, wait, wait. You... But, but imagine, imagine you're drowning underwater and you're like suffocating. So you're about to come up, but someone pours oil all over the surface and lights it on fire. <laughs> That's the ultimate, right? It's... Oh my god! But you wouldn't burn. I know, but then it's either you suffocate or you burn. Like there's no escaping. Just like, I just do both at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, might as you well. Might you're going to die might anyway. Might as well see what it's like. like. Yeah. Go up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's, what's your next question? Sarah? All right. Would you rather eat McDonald's for the rest of your life or Wendy's for the rest of your life? McDonald's. McDonald's. Mm, okay. That's my last question. Wendy's is not that good. That's not a good question. <gasps> Wendy's, Wendy's, I, the only thing I like at Wendy's is their junior bacon cheeseburger. Really? Yeah. I think the reason it's why so I cheap. like Wendy's is because it has like the baked potato, you can get chili, like it's more variety, I feel like. True, I guess. It's okay. different kind. For you... Uh-huh. Wait, wait, but one question. Okay. Does Wendy's have breakfast? 
They do now. They do. Okay. So that, that's oh, that I see. Been. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. McDonald's breakfast is legit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. What's the... All right. Spicy instant noodles uh-huh. or McDonald's. You have to get rid of one. Like Lamian or yeah. McDonald's. Because <laughs> I know you love both. <laughs> I think I would get rid of Lamian. I, I would get rid of McDonald's. Because wow. if you think about it economically, you can get a box of, what, like 16 or 18 I don't know, ramen packets? For like, like $6.99? No, for like 20 bucks. Oh. So it's like a little over a dollar a meal. And it's it lasts for a long time. McDonald's, you have to go there, buy it. It's more than a dollar for a meal. Yeah. It's just cheaper. Actually, now that I think about it, if I'm on like a cold beach or something, I would want lamian. I wouldn't want yeah. McDonald's. Cold beach? Okay, but what if the beach cold? When are you ever on a cold beach? Like, you know, when you're in California. <laughs> what? And then you like have like the fire and then... The oh, lamian. like at night? Yeah. I guess. You know, um, or like when you're hiking... Mm-hmm. About cold mountain. Oh, that's what you want. Yeah. You want or, that. Lamb. But how would you make it? You McDonald's. Can... It's already made. No, you have to find a store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For lamian, all you need is hot water. Yeah, it's probably easier to find hot water than the McDonald's that's store. That's true. That's true. But what if you don't have like a pot on you? It's okay. You, you get the the bowls. Yeah. The uh, cup. Yeah. Yeah. But how are you gonna boil the water if you don't have a if like a pot? So what you can do is you can cut down a tree. Uh, cut it up into piles of wood and then fire. Oh, I have a good one. Yeah. Okay, would but you... how would you boil the water is what I'm asking you. Uh, a pot. You so, don't have a pot. So one thing I saw, there's like a survival uh, video thing that I watch a lot. What they do is they burn wood and they find a puddle. They throw the burning like embers of the wood into the puddle until it starts boiling the puddle. And then even though the water is disgusting... You, you can still drink it with minim, with reduced risk of bacterial infection. Because so your ramen, so yeah. your noodles would just taste nasty. Yeah. Mm, yummers. That's better than no McDonald's because there's no store. No, but if you choose McDonald's, you would get the McDonald's before you Whatever. Went. Anyways, moving on. Would you rather have $5 million right now uh-huh. or $1,000 every two weeks for the rest of your life? Or $5,000 every two weeks for the rest of your life? Yeah, I was about to say $1,000 is like Sorry. not $5,000 every two weeks for the rest of your life. $5,000 yeah. yeah. every two weeks for the rest of yeah. my life. Do I, have to work? Million, Do I have to work for of... it? Do I have to work for the $5,000? No. Oh, no, $5,000 for, yeah, sure. for sure. Instead of $5 million all at once. Because me, $5 million is actually the number that I would want to hit to retire Okay, right so now. But that would mean that I'm living off the interest that I have or like whatever capital gains I get from the five mil. So it would be like living, using a little bit at a time, not the Wait, whole $5, thing. $5,000 every two weeks? Yeah, that's $10,000 a month, bro. I'd take that. One twenty a year. So would yeah. you rather vote for Andrew? Actually, <laughs> actually, I might take the five million. Why? Because you don't know how long you're going to no, live. No, you don't actually. You don't know how long you're huh. going to live. No, 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 no. I'm going to take the five million. Right? Because I think if I invest it, I think I can get like 5% return. Yeah. I'm going to take the 5 million. Yeah. And then that's 5% is $250,000. I can just do whatever I want after yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, that's $25,000. All right. That was the end of my questions. Is it 50,000? No, 50, mm-hmm. 250,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do that, bro. <laughs> what would yeah. you do? I would, what do you mean? 5 million all With at the once. 5 million. I would take the 5 million. I would 
in, I would put like a quarter, maybe half of it in just a regular high yield savings account. Yeah. Hopefully get like a percent off of it. I would take the other half and do put it into the stock market. You know, when you get a financial guru on this podcast, you should ask that would you rather question podcast. and then podcast. and then ask them that question and see what they say. Huh, yeah. Not that this is a feasible situation, but Yeah. No, I think they would say five million. All at once. Well, yeah. we don't even know if like like if that's a valid like if proportionally that's a right the right question. Right, right. There's probably better numbers. Yeah. Maybe it's probably <laughs> closer to like two million now or the number that you yeah, said, ten thousand like that. Five thousand two. Because five million yeah. is just way more than Yeah. Because if you think about it, hundred twenty thousand dollars a year up to equal five million. It's yeah. so much. It's so much. Like, you wouldn't even make the 5 million in like, your lifetime. You would have to, like, 50 years to get to the... I would take the 5 million now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're saying. That's, exactly what That's we're saying. what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Any other weird... Did we, man, I feel like we have more. More hot takes. Um, Hot takes. <laughs> okay. What do you mean, um, hot takes? Like, just, bold statements. Oh. Yeah. Like, um... Was was Kobe really the best player of all time? No. No, bro. He wasn't. What happened to respect? He wasn't. Okay. I think the question was, you were going to argue something about Kobe's death. What was it? I don't know. It's okay. so sad. Yeah. No, but... Imagine, like, he's... being in a helicopter, and you're, you're with Aisley, and you, like, know that you can't do anything. Oh, my gosh. And you're just about to die. Did you see the video of the... There's a video? Of the helicopter crashing. Oh no! I didn't watch it. I was like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I can't even. This video. I can't even imagine. Because I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about it, and the dude was like, "I literally can't get that picture out of my mind." Because I, I wonder what I, do you think they had a lot of time to think, or do not? Nah, dude, it's... so they so they they released like how fast the helicopter was like going and how fast it was like descending and stuff uh -huh. and it was like it probably lasted like seconds yeah yeah so i, I don't even know if they had a lot of time to process what was happening yeah, but know. if if i was in a helicopter that was crashing and i had Aisley with me would you like throw her I, out I on, think, in the hopes that she survived i think that but then the thing is helicopters have propellers so you you might just no, get you throw her down. down but then if the helicopter's crashing down you even throw, if you her throw her that way <laughs> No, but like I mean, you, you like you spot a tree and then you're just like, I know. I think something like that would cross my mind, but I don't yeah, know if you're going to die able, anyways. I don't know if I would be able to, but the thing is, am I increasing the pain? Or pain you just both fine? jump. I, I jump with her. Yeah. And, yeah. Like that. and you sacrifice yourself. Yeah, maybe I'm, I might try. I might try something like that. You would, you, you want to try I'm, it? You might Let's go try. You it. Might no, try no, no, no. Like, you might try something like, like that. No, if I were in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We can try it like right there. <laughs> yeah. Just jump Let's try it. Just... All right, guys. So uh, thank you guys so much for coming. This was a really fun episode because we just sat down, had some conversation. Um, I'm really hoping... I feel like we just roasted our parents the whole time. I know. But, <laughs> but I, I, will, I will say this kind of as a last uh, parting words. I think Korean parents, we do need to give them a little bit of slack because of what they've gone through. Mm -hmm. um, because Korea was an impoverished country, not that like in their lifetime, you know, probably early lifetime, but um, they came from a very different place. We're in a very different place 
versus where they came from. Yeah. So that's why the cultural divide is so great. There are things that they don't understand. There are things that we don't understand about them. But at the same time, like my dad grew up poor. Yeah. Like he, but, he literally grew up like pooping outside with right. like out like in a village. But he has the advantage like of having grown up in a similar environment as you. So that, I'm not I'm not saying one's wrong, one's mm-hmm. or anything like that. All I'm saying is it's just more difficult for that connection to happen when there are many factors that are sure. different, right? it's great that like when i met your parents i was like kind of mind blown why are they so good at english like why are they so (laughs) cool like you know yeah Uh, but the sense a lot of other korean parents first gens don't have that advantage of having grown up in america the just the communication is is more difficult yeah Um, so my encouragement is i'm 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 just really hopeful I, i know right now might not be the season but you know, in the future, you let you guys reconcile and, you know, you are able to communicate how hurt you were and she is able to, you know, acknowledge that and all that. Because yeah. there are things that she might have been hurt. I'm sure she was, right? yeah. Right? Because yeah, she's so. like the o- oldest daughter hmm. and she, yeah, there's a lot of hurt there for sure. Yeah, so like being able to have that conversation, I think, can be a really beautiful moment of reconciliation. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you guys for, so much for coming. Thank you so much for indulging all my weird, outrageous questions. And uh, if, you, if you guys have any questions or words of encouragement for Connor or Selena, please feel free to email me at ihthtpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at I hope they hear this or on Twitter at ihthtpodcast. And Connor has been making weird faces into the camera all the podcast. So make sure to check out, check out the video at YouTube. Just uh, search... I hope they hear this and, and you'll, you'll find it. Corona 2020. Corona 2020. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.